Well, if droids could think, there'd be none of us here, would there? Hi, welcome to the podcast. Uh, my name is Roger Heathers, and with me, as he is every week, is my co-host Declan Kitchener. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, fine. I love that you trust the listeners now just to welcome them to the podcast and not to the weekly song podcast. Oh, they know. You guys know, right? <laughs> uh, if you don't know, please leave a comment explaining how on earth you ended up here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for anyone who might be new to the show, um, what Declan and I do is uh, we each write a song in the space of a week and we bring the to the podcast and uh, dissect them and discuss them. Now, that's the normal type of podcast we do. Today, we got a roundup episode where we talk about the last seven weeks of what we've written, but we've also got this weird new challenge we've uh, concocted just for just for a laugh, really. Just and for a laugh. You want to explain it, Declan? Yeah, basically, I went and saw Rocket Man. I was quite... Uh, I'd taken with the film, and I thought, why don't we try and write songs like that? So, Roger and I have written each other a set of lyrics. We've swapped them over, and then we've had to write the music to those lyrics. Um... And I must say, I have been absolutely terrified this week of showing you, just purely because if you write a crap song by yourself on the podcast, that's fine. Yeah. You're only embarrassing yourself. It's all your prerogative and yeah, your stuff. It's, it's my fault entirely. But mm-hmm. if you hate what I've done with your <laughs> words, then there's going to be this awkward, unspoken thing like <laughs> until we finish recording, at which point we just have it out. <laughs> which point we have it off. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon? <laughs> I'm not sure you... I'm, this isn't that kind of podcast, Roger. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the, the cool thing is with this, it's like, these aren't lyrics that I was like... These mean the world to me, and I need you to write some music. It's not like that. It's just just for fun. This is for you know? fun, yeah. It's like I didn't put like a hell of a lot of thought in. I mean, don't get me wrong; they mean something. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> I love the way he was just. Oh, they're nothing to me. <laughs> I just knocked him together, mate. Yeah, those words are already dead to me the moment I gave them to you. Yeah, between you and me, listener, I just gave him the front page of the Sun, and he had to write that. <laughs> I wondered why. <laughs> <laughs> Theresa May's scandal is, is Declan's first verse. Yeah. <laughs> Last night at eight o'clock, Theresa May said something incompetent. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's too controversial, is it? <laughs> no, you could have said a lot worse than that. Yeah, to be fair, everyone in that building is incompetent. But anyway. Um, I don't even know. You, you don't even know, do you? I'm, I'm an ignoramus. <laughs> That's the sound of your brain <laughs> Just leaving the conversation Just like, I'm done <laughs> Well, that's it, I'm out of here <coughs> um, So we're going to do the songs first this week, aren't we? And then we're going to go through and discuss our previous songs we've written And say little bits about them Yes um, But you, you're first this Crap. week So you've got you to gotta play your song I'm, I'm excited about this this is the song that Roger has given me the words for. He is making weird faces at me. I want this noted for the record. Um, and it goes like this. If clouds can part today and leaves can fall I start to lose the world and gain it all 
For lives are open-ended And love is always hiding in plain sight travel through the day then I can feel like this forever oh forever feel this way for lives are open ended and love is always hiding in plain sight interesting place to end that to go back to the first verse and just have those two lines just to finish there oh it's uh kind of the way that i was ending that uh chorus just on the e there which is the i'm in a so e's a fifth my options were just end on a big a mm. but i just wanted to sort of like wind it down slightly yeah so i sort of nicked your first line and put it back to the end there that's a good call that it's going to take me a minute to process this, but that was such a strange experience. Yeah, obviously, I can, I can imagine. The fact that I wrote those and you sang them. I mean, because usually when you write a set of lyrics, you kind of, even if it's just the lyrics, you've got no chords in mind. You have some idea of like, this is what it's going to sound like. When you had a triple meet to go and I was like, oh, all right, yeah. here he is. Well, it's kind of, um, it's sort of a reason why it sounds like that. Okay. Um, I started just mumbling, mumbling the words to myself to try and sort of see where they naturally fell. Yeah. And for some reason, a four wasn't really doing it for me. Okay. So I know that you like doing triple meter whenever you can. And occasionally during this run of podcasts, I've been playing one of Roger's songs back to him at some point called Potion Number no. Nine, which is. <laughs> so it's based around that A and it's in triple meter. So that's why it starts. starts oh, around cool, there so cool. it's kind of like a reference to that so i had that ascending thing starting so that's moving up the e to an f uh-huh i was then tempted to move that up one further for the next bit but it just didn't quite sound okay in sequence if that makes sense sure it's you're waiting for something else to happen. So there's a second mm. little reference to one of your tricks there. And that it goes up to a major second. Like in uh, this. The old and, major second. Yeah, which I, you've done a couple of times, which I feel really sort of kicks it into the next gear. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then it goes to that one because I wanted to go to an E. 
which would then be the four of the B, but I didn't want to like do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted something weird there. Because um, that line is kind of in two halves. I stand to lose the world and gain it all. So mark mm -hmm. the difference between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't work quite so well on the second verse when it does that. When uh, I can feel like this forever, forever feel this way. Because it's the same thing, <laughs> same repeat thing. it again. But, um, kind of a nice to see you, to see you nice moment. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm a good One, lyricist. two points win prizes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that's like that. That, that makes sense, yeah. It's cool that not only did you take my lyrics on, but you were like, oh, you know, thinking about like ways to incorporate how I might have used the lyrics in a song sort of thing. Yeah, I was, I was sort of just initially going to plan to uh, just do like what I would do with them. But then I thought, well, they even just though they're words on paper, they sort of suggest like a way of doing them that's more like you, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, like, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, like your natural beat and rhythm and metre comes across in your words. Because right. you can't help it because that's the way you talk. Unless you're specifically trying to talk like someone else, which you're not, so yeah. far as I'm aware. Were you? No, this not, is, not at all. Because this is one Yeah, thing this I'll, is the interesting thing. Yeah, yeah this is something I want to ask, I want to talk to you about during my one. But um, were you trying to tailor that? To me, were you just writing a set of words, or were you specifically saying, "No, I'm going to write a very the most Roger Heather set of words I can"? Well, where were um, you thinking along that scale? It, there's, it's a good question. I think like the verses are very much me how I write, and then the choruses I put myself in your shoes. I wrote the chorus from your perspective. You see, that's interesting um, uh, because I was going to say like the verses feel very much like you mm -hmm. in terms of like the way I constructed the chorus. But then once I've shifted up to that. Gee, the I can remember the places I like. I that's a lot more you. That's yeah. a lot more me cordially, and I couldn't work out how to do that with uh, like your style of doing things. Mm -hmm. Partly because I would need to go up like another three octaves or something to get to the notes uh, for that version of the chorus, uh, which has never existed outside of my head. But like my way of doing things tends to be like just belt a note, move. A couple of semitones around it, and then change the chords underneath, which is why you've got the. I can remember the places I'd arriving at your door. Mm -hmm. That sort of shit. Um, but I do like the way that I transition into the. Um, first. Sorry, this is going to be a weird thing because I feel like I should be talking a lot, but then I also want to let you talk about the words and everything and your reactions. But so. This is all at, interesting. At the end of the verse, you. So love is open ended. So that's your four and your one E and B uh -huh. of the how you shifted it up to um, at the end of the verse. And love is always hiding in plain sight. Mm. So that is D C sharp minor seven sometimes, and F sharp major. Mm -hmm. The reason it's like that because originally it was and love is always hiding in plain sight. Which that time round it was D E and F sharp uh, major, but that sounded a bit too much like Kiss from a Rose from me. Right, <laughs> it does sound like yeah, Kiss from a Rose. I'm not Seal. So I changed that to C sharp minor because I thought that was a bit more interesting way down. Yeah, but yeah. 
but then that leads you quite nicely to take that F-sharp major, put it up to G so that you're in G for the choruses. The That's smart. I tell a lie, you're in D, but never mind. Even so, it's a chord modulation, definitely. Uh, so the chords on that chorus, um, originally it was two rounds through of um, G. I can remember D, the places. And then um, uh, to a D minor and to an A or an E, depending on which point you're on. But I thought I could do better than that. Mm -hmm. So that's why it ends up in the final version. I, on occasion, find myself D. Arriving at your door. So that third chord there was B flat with a D on the top, mm -hmm. which uh, mm. it's like you're moving that B flat down to an A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which you then repeat the second time through. Coming home to the places I remember, and then the D major minor thing. When my trouble doesn't matter anymore. That's, to go yeah. to an E the end there to get you back into A because you've just done D E A. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting thing to like get back into the like the the color palette so to speak of the verse but without it being in that key yet. And you just kind of like provide those chords as a context for you to then be able to jump back into the the verse modulation when you want to. It's a, it's a cool trick and one that's kind of hard to pull off but you did yeah. it great. Yeah. Well, it's sort of another reason that ended up being flat is um I ended up having this nice thing with the melody uh, when I was doing the major minor thing like uh, I was playing it a little bit earlier but so you end up so what you're doing there is you're going from the F sharp to the F on that rundown yeah which suits major and minor ah uh, yeah that you then run into a bit of trouble there if you're doing chords other than that. So it sort of could only be a B-flat for that reason, because B-flat's got an F in it. Right. You couldn't have done like a... Which is a B minor there, like because it just doesn't really fit as well. Mm. At least not to my ears. Um, yeah. But I think that's all I have to say about how the chords fit together. Um, what are the lyrics about? <laughs> I was going to do this joke with you, you git. Um... Well, I'm going to try and guess what they're about, and you're going to have to tell me how entirely wrong I am. Okay. Because the, um, the first verse feels very much about, like, a relationship or a closeness with someone. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you feel free to cut all of this out uh, as well. If it's, but you were saying last week about how at the end of your week in Cornwall you sort of met someone. Mm-hmm. So as, uh, I was wondering if that, what well, I already know that you've, you've just said, but wondering if uh, the chorus was to do with that, and then verse three was your journey back home uh, to uh, Somerset. I'd love it if that was as well thought out as that, but it really isn't. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, that's all I can say, but... I like what you've read into it. It makes me sound smart. When I'm <laughs> SMRT. I mean, SMART. Is there anything you can share with us? Um, let me have a, a goose here. Um, so, if clouds can part today and leaves can fall, um, I stand to lose the world and gain it all. Basically, 
that oh god i hate talking about lyrics on the podcast it's fine it's to uh, uh actually who who gets ownership of these songs we haven't decided this <laughs> uh i get to own both <laughs> not really <laughs> no um i don't know 50 50 or something yeah um but anyway yeah that 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 line um it, it basically means kind of hard to describe you you can you cannot say if you want to i kind of want to nail it but it'll, it's gonna sound really poetic and pretentious <laughs> songwriting podcast this is peak pretentious <laughs> so if if clouds can part today and leaves can fall i stand to lose the world again all it's basically saying no matter what happens to you over the course of a day or or, or time everything comes full circle and you'll always be okay it's, it's the circle of life it is the circle of life and then for lives are open-ended again saying that like I don't know. It's basically saying things are just, things are how are how they are, and you, case never, sera, sera. You never whatever will be will be. Yeah, you're not locked into one path. Yeah, it's basically saying everything will be okay and blah 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 blah. And then, like I say, on on the chorus, I was like, I got to the chorus and I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm writing a song for Declan, because I kind of forgot that in the first verse. <laughs> and I was like, Declan, don't fart into the mic like that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it took some skill. <laughs> um, I was like. Some of my favorite lyrics of yours over the course of like the past seven weeks have been the ones where you talk about returning home to family and like the familiarity of that and places you've been. And I was like, what? What's a cool way of writing about that? So I basically wrote about you going home. That's nothing to do with me. Uh, let me see. So the chorus repeats, but then the second verse: If I can make it to this evening, if I can travel through the day, then I can feel like this forever. Oh, forever! Feel this way. It just rhymes. It just kind of sounds good. There's not really any meaning to that. Um, but then that's what my lyrics are like it, sometimes. Sometimes well, there's no meaning. It fits in quite well with the um, sort of... Because it leads back into that pre-chorus bit. The Because uh, lives are open-ended. Yeah. Because you've already established your theme. It's just like developing that or like restating that in a mm. different way. And that's kind of why I ended up um, putting the different chord under there. Mm-hmm. So instead of going... Uh, up to that F. Just turn that into an A to Oh, I was going to say, I like that that part. That was a cool little moment. Because uh, part of the reason as well, because that bit doesn't work quite so well over triple meter. Sure. So I was trying to do like a more rolling thing. If I can... Uh-huh. But you have to sort of skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, you want to give yourself a little more room and time. Yeah, so if you're going to do that vocally, you may as well do that chordally as well. Sure. And it's sort of... Because you've um, changed the section again, you can drag people back into listening to it. It's like, oh, you changed. Okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah, he is. No, that's really cool. Um, like I say, my mind's still kind of uh, boggling a little bit. It's a weird thing. It's a really weird thing to I, I hear look, what you've done with something I wrote, so to speak. I look forward to this uh, for... The other way around, because I know whatever you would have done with it is probably better than I would have done anyway. But uh, I'm, I'm glad you haven't throttled me yet. No, I'm, I certainly don't plan to. Oh, woot woot. Um, yeah, shall I play shall mine? Unless you want to say anything else about yours. I don't think... It even there... feels weird saying yours. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know a, what I mean? that's the sort of thing. It's like, <laughs> that one's mine and this one's mine. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, you got a dual thing going on there. But... Um... I don't think there's anything else to say about it, really. There's not as much... Uh, um, there's not much more to say chordally about it, and you've explained what the lyrics are. I've explained how I came to get the chords I have. Uh-huh. 
or the rhythm I have. So I don't think there's anything else I can say about it other than thank you for writing me such a lovely set of lyrics to try and uh, put music to. No worries. Thank you for writing such a lovely set of chords and melodies to it. Thank you. Cool. All right. I'm gonna. This feels some... weird. Yeah, I know it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so weird. I'm going off mic half the time as well. <laughs> right. I'm gonna to pick up my guitar and I'm gonna play mine. Or is it mine? Or is it? I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm interested to see what you've done with this one, because I gave you, I gave you far too many words, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> you gave me a lot of words, but then you, you tend to write more lyrics than I do, anyway. You know. Okay. Um. So this is my. Your song this, this week. Is, this is song number two. <laughs> this is song number two. Declan wrote the lyrics, I wrote the music. Okay, here we go. Um, I guess it's called Bring on the Light. I don't know. What's it called, Declan? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what, what's yours called? Uh, it doesn't have a name. I guess I guess because you wrote the chords, you get to decide the name. Well, I gave it a name in the demo, so I'll just try and find that a second. Okay. I noted it down as In Plain Sight on Occasion. Cool. All right, cool. So in plain sight of the... Okay, so this is Bring on the Light, which Declan wrote the lyrics to, and I wrote the music to, and it goes like this, I think. This morning, I thought I'd say Something about laziness or Yesterday to lie in my bed And relive in my head my day But words are coming round me from far away Using their potential to show my way my way A gentle decline Is a voice that's not mine Okay I'd always thought that This would play out different But spells and mud Both work so much alike And what I have come To learn's the cues I'm missing So end the darkness And bring street I I thought I'd find a thrill or innovation to fire my mind but all I could see initials to read this time so singing in the evenings what I do For seeing the whole thing through I always thought that This would play out different But spells and mud both work so much alike And what I have come To learn the cues I'm missing To end the darkness and bring me I stumble home tonight 
pocket full of songs to call upon I'll rest my weary head tonight and look at what I've written and pray to someone you will sing along I always thought that this would work out different But forcing fate is something I can't do What I have come to learn the cues I'm missing all But what I hope I've never lost is you That's probably the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing. Thanks. Um, wow. I don't think I've ever seen you speechless. <laughs> yeah, so I got the lyrics from you, and I, I basically got that lovely thing of when you, you start writing, or have something written for you in this case, and then you, you sit down with a guitar and... I was like, okay, just play the first chord. I just usually when I start writing a good set of chords in general, I'll just choose a random chord rather than like thinking today's song is in G or whatever. Um, so I'm tuned to step down as often is the case. So we'll talk about this in terms of what I'm referencing. So A, I was like, okay, A, okay. As I woke up this morning. Actually, no, 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 I tell a lie. I start with the chorus for some reason, which is also an A. But then the verses and the chorus are very similar in their chordal structure. So I was like... I always thought that this would play out different. While that's very simple, I was like, hey, that's a kind of... That's a, that's a cool thing. And it's got like that... I feel like the tone of the melody and the chords reflects what the lyrics are saying. So I was like, okay, yeah. I think I'm onto a winner here, you know? Um, and then by Can the I just confirm you were? <laughs> huh? Can I just confirm that you were? Oh, thank you, thank you. So, um, but spells and mud both work so much alike. Once I had so much alike, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be cool. So I was like, okay, that, that's, that's the start of it. Um, and then I kind of, I think I left it there. I didn't write the full chorus. Went on to the verse, and I thought, rather than having it just be there, as I woke up this morning, which is very similar melody, very similar, well, exactly the same chords, mm. I thought what I could do is have, as I woke up this morning, I thought I'd say because while it's a similar chordal thing, it's got that bass line. Which sort of suggests where the melody is going as well. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that's a cool way to start a verse, having like what the guitar is doing be pretty similar to what the vocals are doing. Um and then from there it came so quickly. For some reason writing to I messaged you when I was doing it, I was like, for some reason writing to your lyrics was such an exciting thing to do. And it just all kind of came out. And like by the time I'd written it, I wrote it in segments, like over the course of an hour or so. So I didn't actually play the full song through until I was done. But I like recorded little demos on my phone of like, okay, I was like into my phone, this is the first half of the verse, and I'd do that and same for the for the bridge and whatever. Um uh, I suppose one thing of note I could I could outline is that the song's in quote unquote A, although I'm tuned down, and then the bridge goes to C, which I is love that. which is kind of like a fun thing to do. I don't know quite what it is, and then you kind of you're still in A by definition, 
but you're using a lot of non-diatonic chords there, so... And also just the feel was so fun to play, especially, like, when I got to that part, which is, like, almost like a triumphant but sad part. I was like, basically, here's what I tried to do. It's like, with your lyrics, I tried to match what I felt the tone of the lyric was to, like, what the chord felt like to me. So, for example, you know, I didn't use this chord in this song, but... In the, in the context of A is a very sad chord, the minor four. So mm. if there's any bits in there that were like heartbreaking, I was going to use that for a very extreme example. And then, um, so. And as I stumble home tonight, kind of a rock and roll feel. I'm glad for what I'm given, a pocket full. You know, it goes real sad there. Pocket full of sounds to call upon. And then rest here. And I'll rest my weary head tonight And look at what I've written And pray to someone you will sing a And instead of going to root But just that, kind of having that long is Something about that tension I was like I got excited about when I was writing Because you, know? you can sort of go two ways with that You could either go from the F Back up yeah, to the yeah, A yeah. Or you can do what you do which I like more is the down to the E to uh, come back into the chorus. Well, that one little thing as well, it's like, with that F, is you will sing along, rather than going, oh, yeah, motherfucker. It's like, the lyric doesn't really call for that. <laughs> so it's like, pray to someone you will sing along. It's almost like, it's a wish, it's a pine, so to speak, like, you're pining for them to sing along. And then, like, going back into the chorus, I always thought this would work out different as a sad lyric. So, like, having... It doesn't really work, but having like, you will sing along is like, you might sing along, and then to go back into just a more somber feel, rather than a kingly. So, yeah. That is really, really fucking cool. Thanks. This sounds so different to the way that I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> yeah? How did you picture it? Well, I suppose I should sort of say that I tried to include a couple of things in there to try and trip you up a little bit because uh, something I tend to do I've actually got the original set of words that I wrote here Okay. Um, and I noticed you've structured it very differently Yeah. Um, but uh, for example there's something I tend to do a lot is like rhyme within a rhyme uh-huh. uh, so for example uh, GTFO is a good example of that I've got to get away from dreary days and stressful evenings, living to the rhyme and reason, mm -hmm. uh, perpetual decay, all that I can do, uh, I don't think I can take another day. So you've got three rhymes with mm -hmm. A, uh, but then you've got two rhymes in the middle of that verse with E's and... Mm -hmm. Declan actually went to the school of um, 90s hip-hop as well. He's got so many cool internal rhymes. Uh, it's just watching a load of uh, epic rap battles of history. But... Um, I like doing that, and I, that's why you have, as I wake up in the morning, I thought I'd say something about laziness and yesterday, to lie in my bed and relive in my head my day. Mm -hmm, but sure. you can sort of see how I'm reading that. Like, it sort of feels like a dis distinct little block there. Sure, yeah. Which, the same structure is repeated in the second. But what I love is that you've just made it feel like this one big, long flight, so you can't see the little blocks anymore. Mm. It feels like a one long flying for. It's just so beautiful. I just love how you've like taken it from being something that was quite straight ahead and 
quite blocky and you've turned it into this sort of I uh, I, I really like I don't know that I should say that it's one of my favorite things that I've ever heard because I wrote half of it <laughs> so, <laughs> you can say like, it if you want but like musically and what I know that you've done with it mm. it's just so beautiful thank you um I can only say, I mean, it's not like I took what I knew the structure was and geniusly reworked it or anything. I just read it how I read it, you know, when I read it off the paper. But it's even the thing, like, uh, when I sent you the words, we were sending them to each other on Messenger, and I sent you them structured in this sort of block thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you've still ended up with them like that in this difference. So there is some sort of degree of subversion there, which I love. And the same thing with the chorus, like... um, it's the same structure on the line played out two times, mm-hmm. but you've made it feel like this longer journey. Like, uh, I want I've come to learn so cues I'm missing. I fucking love that bit. That is just so Thanks. cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I like to have I, that. I, I, I don't know what more to say. <laughs> it, I mean, like I said, I can't take any huge credit for it. It's just that... Well, you can. You wrote the music. <laughs> well, you wrote the lyrics. Um, but I wrote them very differently to how you sing them. What I've come to learn is the cues I'm missing. Um, it's just... To me, like when I was reading through the lyrics, I was like, that's one of the most poignant lyrics on the song because it's quite vulnerable, really. Quite a vulnerable lyric. And then I was reading that, I was like, rather than having it be like, well, I've come to learn the cues I'm missing. It's not like that type of thing. It's more like, well, I've come to learn the cues I'm missing. Oh. I think this sort of t- uh, shows the difference in, stru- in um, how we deal with words between us because, like, even if for me, like, that would be vulnerable. I don't know if it is, but if it was vulnerable, I would still power through and just go, yeah, fuck you, mate, I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> you just you That's the title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck you, mate, I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> Sorry, go on. You're going to have to asterisk out. Fuck you, mate. Um, but you've turned it into this sort of beautiful little statement and just, like, played it up for all it's worth. Like, it's... It's... I don't think the internal set of eyes could have done that, if you see what I mean. I think it needed, like, an external pair of eyes to bring that out. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing... With... I don't think the internal set of eyes are working anymore. <laughs> the cool thing with, like, writing for somebody else or somebody else writing for you, to, for you to then engage with your own creativity is, like... It's like that thing Brian May said. He was like, whenever I was writing to one of Freddie's songs, it was the guitar solo came so much easier, and I felt like that's what it was like for me with these lyrics. I was like... Because you sort of know where you're starting, because you've got, even even if it had been like, if even if I had known it wasn't your words, yeah, I hadn't known it was your words, there would still be like some sort of impetus just by the rhythm and structure and like how they feel and everything. Mm, yeah. And I imagine that's pretty much similar, that like you've got something to either flow with or fight against. But Absolutely. Something. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I was so so lucky, like I say, to have that as my rhythm, because when you're playing and the the natural places change the chords, I was lucky because as I woke up this morning, I thought I'd say, for example, is one line, uh, the very first line of the song. If you have a different feel, say might extend over the end of the bar or say might come too quick or maybe um morning would be too rushed or whatever you know what i'm saying it's like to get a good vocal rhythm to make it sound like a natural song that was written almost by one person in a sense you kind of need to like get your meters right so to speak so i was lucky that i just kind of stumbled upon um that particular rhythm uh right away Uh, i'll tell you one thing that was a was a 
a bump in the road for me with this that didn't come that easy was um, the fact that um, you 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 structured it um, so that there's a gap between to lie in my bed and relive in my head my day, and there's a gap uh, right here. And then, that's and then it goes. Would, that's if I had been writing the song, I would have cycled around and used the same chords again. Right, I got that impression when I was reading the lyrics, but by the time I'd. Um, You don't really go back to, to, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it feels too clunky. So I needed to go somewhere else. But when I do something with this song in the future, um, I'm probably going to, like, cut down the end of the verse somewhat. Like, maybe take a line out or something just so it works better. Because otherwise you're like, Reliving my head, my day um, But words are coming round me from far away Using my potential to show my way. It's just kind of like it repeats a few too many times. Whereas if I I wrote it, this isn't a criticism by any stretch. But if I wrote it, I'd have had like two less lines in there, so you could get to the chorus that little bit quicker. Well, it's the thing like when you write with, because uh, I was trying very hard to write a Declan Kitchener set of lyrics. Ah, I was going to ask so, this, yeah. To sort of, which is why you have things like that rhyming structure and the way that I tend to ramble on a bit, uh, just to sort of try it trip you up's the wrong word but like sort of throw you up against the things that i always use and see what sticks and what doesn't yeah but can i just i do love the fact that it sort of like goes around and repeats it reinforces that really cool bit before you go into the core i i don't think you need to trim anything from it if that makes sense i'm not saying this is no, like the you. bloke who wrote the lyrics i'm saying the chords are so beautiful Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I um, if anything, I mean, it's your song now. So no, sure, sure. You can I mean, do exactly what you like with it. Well, but. thank you. I mean, it's almost a shortcoming of mine that like, I really want to get to the chorus fast when I write, which is why when I wrote you some lyrics, the verses like this, this, this chorus. You know what I mean? It's like, um, I just I like to my verses and my songs are like four bars long usually, which is a bad thing sometimes I think, but sometimes a good thing. So. I suppose it's just weird for me to see a verse that's like... A paragraph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a third of the page here. And I was like, okay, right, I've got to do something with this. Um, but I love the... Yeah. The reason I was reacting so strongly is because I love you how you were breaking down that structure for not just doing what I would do and repeating a small set of course and just making it this thing that flowed beautifully and that you had a couple of repeating moments but still felt distinct within itself. I just really like what you've done. Thank you. I'm really glad you like it. I mean, the lyrics are really good too, so that helps. If they, if I didn't like the lyrics, I don't think it would have come quite as naturally as it did. You know? Can I can I tell you a little bit of a secret? Tell me all the secrets. Um, I was four ciders in when I wrote these lyrics. <laughs> um, <laughs> How did that influence the writing? Well, basically, uh, <laughs> well, maybe more honest and more vulnerable, apparently. But um, yeah. Basically, we had Monday to Wednesday to write the words. And I got to Wednesday and I barely had anything. So I started writing in work. Mm -hmm. uh, I just printed off a load of till receipt and was going to try and uh, write some stuff. So it ended up being uh, what I wrote was waking up as a live wire dead. The rain keeps pouring and I keep snoring and I'm never going to leave my bed. The soul inside's picked a day to hide and I'm willing to comply. Which has still got that sort of internal rhyming structure yeah. in it. You can see that see where the seed came from. Yeah, but then I sort of went to an open mic night, had a few beers and everything. Uh, 
I wasn't drunk, but I was tipsy. If More than a little sense. bit. Yeah, I wouldn't trust myself to drive a car, let's put it that way. Um, Can I just interject here, because I might not remember this point later. I knew you, would come in, you were coming home from an open mic or a gig from these lyrics. It was so obvious. Well, it does, it does say at one point, and as I stumble home tonight, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad for what I'm given. But it's all very literal. Like, um, as I woke up this morning, I thought I'd say something about laziness and yesterday. What I just literally read out to you. Uh, but then the the alcohol gave me some words and it, they sort of seem to be working so potential to show my way mm-hmm. um, I always thought this you can feel free to cut this out if you want but I thought this would play out different but spells and mud both work so much alike that's a great line well again that's a sort of a reference to um, potion number nine huh not potion number nine um, potion number nine is the spells bit but a final walk in the mud I'll be back in the sun. Oh, that's the verse to Potion Number 9. First verse. Yes, it is, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, because, yeah. Because I like the way you f- took something that is, so, like, standing in the mud. I know it's a Simpsons, a Simpsons reference, but, like, you took something like that. <laughs> Don't tell them. <laughs> and uh, just turned it into this beautiful little thing. What I've come to learn is the cues I'm missing, because I think a common theme of my writing over the past podcast has been like a past season of the podcast has been like feeling limited feeling that i need more things to do so that's just like realizing my shortcomings so but try not to be dark bring me on the light (laughs) uh that whole thing walking through the streets i thought i find some inspiration and everything Uh i was gonna do one week this podcast because there's a lot of graffiti around bristol Uh i was gonna try and do a song that was mostly graffiti Oh, that would be cool. Trouble is, it's all initials and tags and things. Like, oh, very... that's what that means. Yeah, there's very few um, actual sentences. Uh, seeing and leaving is what I do. The only fleeting moment I feel like you, you being anyone who's fucking good. Um, a round of applause for seeing the whole thing through. That's, the one, that's one of the lines I thought, I'll try and make that sound like something Roger would sing. Yeah, that one came pretty naturally to sing too. Uh, and then that bridge is very autobiographical. Like, uh, and as I stumble home tonight, I'm glad for what I'm given—a pocket full of songs to call upon. Mm-hmm. Those are the songs you played at open mic. Yeah, I'm just ruining all the meaning. I should have asked you what you thought it was beforehand. No, it's, I, this is all kind of what I thought anyway. But then, as someone who writes songs and playing them out loud to people, you pray that someone will sing along at some point. Mm. So that's just what that is. But yeah, that's what all they mean. It's very autobiographical and it's very free beers in. Sure. And I, it's good. It's really, really good. Um, like you say, the bridge is probably the most autobiographical where I read it and I knew exactly what it referred to. Did you, did you work out that I wasn't sober at the time? Well, I was thinking, it's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is definitely the end, well, especially the time I received them. It was like two in the morning or something. Yeah. I, I, the time I received them, I was like, you've been out somewhere. I think you've been at open mic reading the lyrics. Now, maybe it was an extra open mic where you had to drive. So I didn't. I thought, maybe you hadn't been drinking. But then I read, as I stumbled home to that, I was like, yeah, he's been drinking. <laughs> so I was like, you've probably been in Bristol. I mean, I would always use the word stumble anyway, but um, yeah. it just has... it. As I stumble home sounds better, I think, than as I walked home. Yeah. Uh, no, but it just happened to be, like, appropriate for the situation. Oh, I remember what I was going to say about this as well. Um, because I was working with your lyrics and I was talking about how you've got to get your metres right so it feels natural, 
there were certain lyrics, I can't actually think of any off the top of my head, where I was like, I want to change, for example, a three-syllable word to a two-syllable word, or a two-syllable word to another two-syllable word, or Scots and other Scots. They ruined Scotland. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you Scots, you're a contentious people. <laughs> you just made an enemy for life. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was like, I wanted to change some out, but I was like, I... I don't think you're going to do that with my set I wrote for you, so see, I was I, like, I'm not going to change anything. I probably will when I record it, but... See, the whole thing with the words that didn't flow nicely over triple meter, I was thinking, like, if I drop, like, the if, or if I drop an O or something, mm. or, like, one of the filler words, uh-huh. but then I was just thinking, but that's not the challenge. Yeah, that's the thing. But then it was... I thought it might be one of those things where I just can't... Just for future reference, if we ever do this again, do it. It's fine. Yeah, change yeah, yeah. It well, it's one of those things where, like, we did this thing once where we had to write, um, like, a palindrome song where, like, it went the same forward as backward. Like that, a, that's like chords, a not image. words. Yeah, chords. And I made sure that every suspension and every augmentation, every beat was, like, a it's, mirror it's, image. And Declan like, didn't do that. And I felt it's like, like a plum. It's like, Well, it's like Deborah, where it just sort of, like, <laughs> you play the tape backwards at some point. Whereas mm. I should have been more clear and said, like, no, you don't have to do literally backwards. It has to be the same list of chords. Yeah. But not... Yeah, I did it, like, to the beat. Um, I mean, that was bloody impressive. I drew a graph, for God's <laughs> sake. That's not even a joke. See, I just wrote them out in a line and read them forwards and backwards. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I, I didn't... I wanted to avoid that. I didn't want to turn up and, like, have, like, syllables changed and you go, wait a second, I didn't do any of that. I wanted it to be fair, so... Do you think maybe in future we should talk to each other about this kind of shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we probably should. Although, but then if you do that, it kind of, like it undermines what we could chat about on the show, if you know what I mean. Mm. It's good to come out completely blind, in a way, because then, you know. Mm. But I really love what you've done with that. I, I Thank you. I Yeah, it's really good. Thank you. Come again. No, thanks a lot. I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, you know, likewise, like you were saying, this isn't a song that I wrote by myself and I'm showing you hoping you'll like it. This is a song that you wrote and then I wrote chords to and i'm hoping you like it you know what i mean it's like that little bit more pressure to it i mean it is fucking weird like like you were saying earlier like you're just thinking like okay this isn't going how i expected but i'm loving it or like um i see what you've done there or like you know mm. you're yeah i thought you I might be- i better shut up <laughs> i thought you might like that thing of like where you would have two stanzas of a verse for example the way I kind of like melt, I blurred the lines between the two. I thought you might be like, "Oh, that was cool." I didn't really, I didn't expect that. I thought you might kind of dig that. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, I love how it sort of flows, a lot. It it feels like one continuous thought as opposed to two repeating ones, mm. which I really love. Well, you, you know, uh, you know me, and you're exactly the same. I love music that just you don't know quite where you are and you'd thrown surprises. So I tried to do that the best I could, you know, to honour your lyrics, so to speak. Um, Jesus, I just remember we've got to do the... Uh, we've got to talk about the other songs up. now. <laughs> I know. We should do it where it's like, we just kind of like gloss over them rather than like, and then I sat down with the quill. Well, if, you've, if you're interested in the other songs that we've done this season, the other episodes are still available below us, below this uh, track. So, you know, you could go back there if you wanted to hear them in detail. Yeah, you lazy listeners. You people. But, um... <laughs> people. Ugh. 
But, uh, yeah, I suppose we can just have a bit of a quick chat about those. Yeah, let's just chat. I mean, I'll put in little clips in post, but um, just let's be cool about it. Have you got the titles written down there? Have I? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> that was funny. When we were doing the wedding rehearsal, obviously this is not record, when we were doing the wedding rehearsal, um, you know, it's a bit of the vows. Do you take da, 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 to be your lovely wedded wife? I was thinking, like, imagine like a New Jersey couple, like a really like New Jersey couple. Like, so do you take uh, Anthony to be your lovely wedded husband? Do I? Instead <laughs> 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 of I do. <laughs> do I ever? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Hover, hover. <laughs> okay, so um, basically, what we what we've done for anyone who's kind of like unsure. We write in blocks of, we write in blocks of seven podcast, uh, seven songs. Wow, fuck! Let me start that again. Um, Take two. So, for those of you who are kind of unsure of how this works, what Declan and I do is we do the podcast, but we do it like seven episodes at a time. As far as the ones we we come to the podcast and we've written songs for, so we're going to talk about the past seven weeks um, where we've each written a song each um, in the standard fashion. You know, where we both write the where Declan will have written lyrics and chords for his song and I will have written, written lyrics and chords for my song. Um, so doing it properly. Doing it properly, you know? Uh, so, yeah, week one for me was Reverie. I'm running low on what you gave to me to remedy The bruises and the hunger that I hide And all I'm left with is the memory And uh, this was one uh, that I'll potentially use for something in the future. It's, and I don't think I'll do too much with it either, because it's a nice acoustic song, fairly straightforward lyrically. I was listening to the version you put on YouTube. I was listening to all of them on YouTube this morning to jog my memory, but I did kind of like the way you presented it there. Like, I think that's probably quite close to how it should end up being, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those ones where it's paired back and that kind of works. So I might add some strings to it or something, but other than that, it's going to be pretty straightforward. Um, and then you had Creatures of Instinct. I mean, looking back on it in retrospect, I do like it, but it is one of those ones I want a band to play it, but it does feel like a song of two halves, if that makes sense. Like, they feel very disconnected to each other to me, like the verse and the chorus. But, you know, I, I like them. I think that's been a, a theme for you, this run, with a theme which I've really liked. There's two things which have really stood out to me with all your songs, which obviously we'll get onto. Um, the first of which being that your verses and chorus are quite disparate and quite different. Um, and they contrast well. The other thing is, um, 
your use of diminished chords um, in in your songs in general, but in this song in particular in the chorus. Diminished mad! <laughs> and you have kind of gone diminished mad <laughs> this season, <laughs> um, which I'm looking at mine here, like, the more you do it, the more I do it. It's almost like everyone go, he's using a lot of diminished chords, so I'm going to do that too. Sure, but it's interesting you say, like, because we end up inspiring each other both ways sometimes, I feel. Yeah. Uh, and the song structure for this one, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, mm-hmm. is kind of more inspired by the way you write songs. Yeah. Uh, just to keep it a bit clearer, a bit more open, whereas I tend to try and stick extra sections in or, like, shift around where the choruses are or uh, stuff like that. That one was just very much like a bright like Roger writes, like, nice and clean and you only need the ideas there because they're the best ideas in the world. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I feel like maybe this is the season where you and I have, like, played off each other. Like, obviously, uh, non-verbally. It's not like we went, hey, we should swap some ideas. But I no, think but we've just... seen a lot of styles in each other's playing as we like. I mean, it just happens. I mean, we end up with... I mean, this is the only way I write songs anymore, and I do it with you. Yeah. So it's inevitable that ideas that you bring to the table are going to end up influencing my songs. Mm. Uh, and hopefully vice versa, though, I'm not sure... But, um, yeah, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say there. That's all right. We just have to, like, have a nice long pause of, like, a tumbleweed going by audio. Uh, That would be fun to pan. It would be fun to pan. Fun to pan. Can you you pan us in crazy ways now? Just, like, travelling from right to left. Yes. To right. I can. To left. And breathe. And back in the centre. So that's week one. Anything else to say about the old week one? I mean, I noticed you've written down there a good strong start for both of us. Uh, I feel this is probably one of the runs where we've both been quite consistent. Most of the time, like, I don't know if you ever feel like this, but you'll have some runs where you feel like, oh, yeah, I've done great. Or, like, you'll feel like, oh, I've really struggled this run. Yeah. I think... From what I can tell from yours, because you've written some cracking songs this season, and Thanks. I'm quite happy with a lot you of too. mine, which is uh, more than I can normally say. And normally, you get to this point, and you're quite critical of yourself. Yeah, but I, I, I'm quite liking quite a lot of what I've written this season. So maybe I'm just becoming more egocentric. Um, I did refer to a song with lyrics that I'd written as being the best thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm. I'm getting to the point now where I can look back at these and just think most of them have something to recommend them, and that's good. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you've had a really strong run this time. Um, Which isn't always the way, because you'll have, like, sometimes the best song ever followed by what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a couple of those this time. But, um, so... I think all of your songs are great. On week two, we had uh, Sammy on as a guest, Sammy Jonas. And yes, he, we did. And he bought on... Eloise! There you go. And um, which is a really cool song. And um, listening back to it, and I was, because I've chopped up little clips of all the songs which people are hearing now, obviously. And um, I was chopping up A. Louise, and I was like, "This is a really catchy song." Yeah, that's Sam. Sam's really good for that. Like, particularly his choruses, you will tend to have like um. 
Kill Me Lolly is always going to be stuck in my yeah. head. But uh, Meteor Girl as well. Yeah. Basically, I really like the song, Sam. Um, yeah. No, that was that was really cool, and it was nice to have a guest on so early on in the run too. That was very last minute though. Um, and then I had the song "Purged by Fire," which is a way more sort of like upbeat and rocky one than um, I normally write. I think that's probably my favourite one of this season. Oh, thanks. Like, you show me, like, the full-on electric demos of it, and I just do... I love, like, um, when it goes into the chorus, every molecule. That's such a strong melody. Thanks. I'll remember the words one day, but the <sighs> melody is really fucking strong. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then I'm you swearing ha- a lot this week. I do apologise. You're really fucking good. <laughs> you wrote a fucking good song. We have a clean lyrics. That's the most fucking iTunes. beautiful thing I've ever heard, and I wrote it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. What of it, mate? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. We've gone mad. So your song on the second week was Alone Inside. And both my feet are face and wide over it but never proud. I face the side. Because they were sort of like lyrics that were written in the week for you, very much about that week, how do you reflect on them now, if at all? I don't think they were written of that week. Oh, really? So much. That was probably just my impression listening back through. And it's more like a general situation, if that right, makes sense. Right, right. Uh, but like that, that thing of sort of writing from an isolated place well that's a common theme that crops up a lot this season sorry everyone um but yeah that's kind of i think of that more in terms of um like i said on that episode the music's what i want to do and the lyrics are why i'm not doing it uh but i do want to play that riff with a with a band at some point because it's not complicated it's something every band has done but it's just so much fun to just have a drummer and a bassist and everyone want being really tight just yeah yeah you can just imagine like everybody being synchronized like a really heavy drummer you know yeah that'd be really cool um yeah no so that's week two um, we're just kind of breezing through these folks because we had the writing thing at the beginning. Like like I said earlier, if um, you want to check out more about these songs, then they are available in the episodes listed below. Yeah, and there's like full descriptions and dissections. Um, so week That's three, why it's full performances. Week three was just Declan and 
me alone again, naturally. Um, I love the fact that you took ages to remember, like, <laughs> Declan and then, wait, who else is <laughs> Oh, it's me! Right! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I had the song I'm Gonna Miss You, which I think is my weakest one of the run, but it had some something to it, I guess. I I think that is a beautiful song. Like, uh... I'm gonna miss you when you go Oh, at this point it's nearly inevitable I sometimes give myself the luxury it's very it's i don't mean small isn't bad it's a very like it's a song that can fit on an album at a place where you've just had your big explosive blowout and everything mm, right and then you just have this one to bring it back to center yeah, I like it as the idea of like having that kind of not necessarily this one, but artists in general having like that that sort of song, like a sort of slightly sentimental song to end side one on a record. You know, mm. I think that's kind of a cool move. I think you and I are different on that one. Like, I like big bombastic blowout endings. You like the big bombastic blowout ending followed by a little bit of sincerity. Yeah, I suppose so. But both work. Um, so that's me. Um, on this week, you had shape my days, uh, which I have labelled as one of my top two for Declan Kitchener's writing. fantastic song and um the chorus is uh is probably the best chorus i've heard you write i think this is probably my favorite song that i've written this season but it's interesting because it's the one of the most simple ones in terms of it's all diatonic there's only one diminished chord in there and even then it's in the place where it would normally sit yeah like it's 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 not like rewriting the rule book. It's not like having all these mad things everywhere. It's just trying to see if I could write something that worked within the established tools of the scale. Yeah, totally. And it's, um, yeah, totally. I, I can, that's exactly what I got it from it too. It's not trying to reinvent the wheel, but it's just a really, really good wheel. song. <laughs> it's just a really good wheel. <laughs> oh, that could be a title. Yeah. What, a really good wheel? Yeah. yeah it's just it. a really good wheel. It's just a really good wheel. <laughs> They really badged it, you fool. Um, okay, so week four, another Declan and me, uh, you know, by ourselves episode. I had Apart the song. From the seagulls. We are in uh, the West Country, so. Although, actually, we're not that near the sea. Well, you get seagulls in the middle of Bristol, so. I mean, there is the port there, but, you know. Uh, I had the song Magic Happens, which I was rather pleased Magic with. Magic Happens. When people turn away, don't you know that's the reason? Um, that's that was the... beautiful. Magic Happens. <laughs> when people turn away, don't you know that's the reason why Maddie couldn't stay? Booked 
yourself a ticket Don't you ever wonder why we're here Together I'm going to do an EP soon of a bunch of acoustic stuff and I'm going to record it on tape for the first time. I'm waving my arms in the air in a celebratory manner. <laughs> and there's a couple here that I'm going, to, I'm going to put on. I'm going to put on the one that Declan wrote the lyrics for too. Um, but Magic Happens <gasps> is probably going to be one that's on there. Um, you had I'm Only Off because I'm paid to be on. Yes. I remember those times well in heavy song of the run I got a certain vibe from it listening back that I didn't get on the week we were talking about it but it's which crap is... <laughs> yes no um, no I really like it um, it's very King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard well, in, in my eyes well it's interesting that you say that is it because I've actually I've I work in a record shop and everyone who's ever worked in a record shop seems to have listened to a King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard album and during this run, I bought my first King Gizzard album. So, I don't know uh, if that was the week. I think it has been my recommended listening one of these weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Like my What I've been listening to. I don't know if it's that week, but it does. it's interesting that you say that. Although, that was based more on trying to write like an Amazon song. Oh, right, yeah, because that's what you had playing in the, in in the, the record store. store yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I like the riff. I think the verses let it down yeah a bit uh but again that was a kind of last minute job like uh i've only got so long to write this i'm busy it needs to be done mm-hmm. i personally i really like the, the verses i think they've got a really good flow to them i mean i'll put a clip nah, in by this point so nah, people will nah, <laughs> i mean if you sing anything like that it sounds you know but no i, I think it's that's very offensive. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. My people are offended. <laughs> what beetle people? Do <laughs> I don't know which people. Um, but okay, so that's week four. Moving swiftly onwards to week five. I had the song all along. As long as there is time between us, we stand a chance of being heard. Now we're stuck inside a labyrinth with no way out. I'll stay waiting for what time provides me here as long as you're beside me. Always warm inside our fate decided all along a love was hiding here always. It's kind of again, kind of like reverie, kind of slow acoustic finger picked shit it sort of starts out feeling very similar to reverie but i notice listening back to it you take quite a lot of steps to try and distinguish the two between them and everything i i do quite like that one 
Yeah, I mean, there are certainly differences, um, but, yeah. You, 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 were, you, were, <laughs> you were expecting me to say something more there. I was, yeah. Um, your song uh, this week on week five was Improvise, which um, is the other one that I put a star next to, um, having really, really enjoyed that one. That's another one that just came out, um, to use the expression, fully hatched in, in my eyes, or ears in this case. Um, and I... Never happens at all Unless you can't find any stuff to do Not going home for a day or so There's nothing waiting for me Up in the air, my mind is there I'm not on what's before me and I just thought it came out as this fantastically well-crafted song. So one of those songs, I suppose you could say, you wouldn't really change anything on. I mean, maybe you would. You wrote it. I didn't. But um, and also the um, another instance of you imp- uh, influencing my writing. Um, you influenced the bridge on "For All I Know," which is my week seven song. Um, it, it's kind of hard to explain how, but having a chord and then moving the melody up over it, going to a second chord, moving the melody up over that, and then going into a chorus. Yeah, that, that's my, my song. And then your, um, I don't know whether you call it a pre-chorus or a bridge, I think our terminologies differ slightly, but what you did on that basically influenced that. So. What the... Uh... <laughs> yes, exactly. And I, I remember hearing that the first time when you played it on the show, I was like, that's a cool thing to do in a song in general. It's simple, don't get me wrong, but it's I, such a cool thing to do. See, I didn't pick up on that at all. No? It's only uh, now that you mention it. But, um, yeah, that one's a very simple one. It came out very quickly. Yeah? But I had, like, there's a story behind it, which you can check out by listening to that episode of the podcast, um, which is episode 51. Uh, but, yeah, you can go there and check that out if you want to hear the full story about it. Yeah, I'll put... Um, all the episodes and their numbers in the show notes on SoundCloud. So if you want to hear, go ahead. Cool. But yeah, that just came out very quickly. It's not really much more to say about that one, but I'm happy that you like it. Thank you. Do you like it? I like it, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, mm. but I'd like to do something with it. Is it one you play live acoustically? Um, I barely play any of these live acoustically, um, just because I haven't had a chance to yet. The only one I've used so far is Shape My Days. Mm. Uh, which I think will probably end up coming when I use quite a bit, just because it's nice and high energy. Mm. But it also has moments of being soft and soppy. I, I really like that one. Um, so on week six, we had uh, Lunacy on, a.k.a. Chris Baker as a guest, and he wrote this really cool, like, open-tuning, uh, this thing with, with... The capo was on, like, the five highest strings, but he had an open low string. He's a really interesting writer in general and a fun guest to have He's on. very non-standard writer. But, yeah, uh, which not... I love having on, you know. Yeah, it gives you so much more to talk about. But that was a really good song. That was a really good song. My time till there's none to spare. I should have spent it all on you. Wish I had spent it all on 
the, when I listen back to it again, I mean, there's not much to say that isn't said in the episode, so again, I'll reiterate, if you want to hear the full story, go and listen to the episodes in the description. But listening back to this, when I was getting the clips together, I was like, his chorus is a lot stronger than I remember. I remember loving it, but like listening back, I was like, this is a really good chorus. Well, the first time you hear it, you're just being whacked over the head with all this information for the first time, and most of the time we only do these in one take. So yeah. you don't really have a lot of time to go back and like really explore, oh, I see what you've done here, or oh, that's really effective and distinct and everything. Yeah, exactly. It's only really at the end of this run that we've actually got, to, well, at least I've got to sit down and listen to all of these relatively fresh. Yeah, same. And uh, go, oh, yeah, I see what was going on there. Yeah, but, that's cool. Uh, talking of your songs, for this week it was Greystone Wall. Yeah. This one's kind of the biggest um, anomaly of the of the bunch because it's at least in my head it's so different stylistically um, because it was written as a song for a musical like it's literally a character piece it's not about me and it's a different style it's it's uh, the only song that's in twelve eight this run um, it is it's a bit more comical it's not like a funny song but it's got like comical bits to it. Um, so that was a fun one. It was kind of nice to change it up. And also it was the only song I did on piano this run. Obviously I performed it on guitar on the podcast, but it's intended for piano. So, yeah. I finally heard the piano version of that now. I really quite like that. I can't wait to see like the fully produced uh, version because you were saying that was inspired by seeing uh, one of the Muppets movies. Yeah, yeah. And I just can picture that as this like massive production like harmony choirs left right and center like all the instruments in the world under certain bits of it dropping out on the dime and coming back in yeah and like having a lot of fun with it like i i really want to see that one like developed definitely it's um yeah it's going off to the uh to my drummer friend uh soon hitty sticks so my drummer friend my drummer friend ha <laughs> ha struggling musicians i have one <laughs> Um, so that'll be in the week soon. In the weeks. Let me see. So this week you had See Through. interesting you say about Greystone Wall being the anomaly because this one was the anomaly for me oh yeah because of just the whole uh it feels very basic to me like uh the voicings not aren't necessarily but the chords are um I just shut down for a second now, I do apologize <laughs> but yeah it's it's not quite diatonic because there are some out of key bits in it mm-hmm but it is closer than a lot of uh, other my other songs in that regard, and it wasn't intentional. So, yeah. It's interesting that like a song like "See Through" from Week Six for you was, you know, in your words, quite straight ahead. Well, that's not your words; that's my words. <laughs> it was quite, you know, diatonic on the whole, um, and you don't 
I remember you saying it at the time, like you didn't think as highly of it as some of your others, perhaps. Am I right in saying that? Or Yes. Whereas a song like um, Shape My Days is also quite straightforward, quite diatonic, using the, the notes of the scale, but it's come out as something that's a lot more fully hatched. And Well, I think you know. the thing with Shape My Days was that it was always intended to be like an exercise in simple songwriting. Right. Whereas Shape uh, See-Through was just kind of like... I'm running out of time. I've got this one simple idea. I have to follow that. Right. Yeah. Which is, uh, as we've mentioned before, it's a downside of having to write these things in a week. But, you know, it is what it is. That's the thing. It's like the cool thing. I, I think you've got to give yourself a license in a way if you do something every week for seven weeks. To be like, some of them aren't going to be as good as the others, basically. You yeah. know, that's that's why I felt with something like I'm Going to Miss You, my, my third week song. I was like... You know, some of them aren't... They're not going to be winners, are they? Well, for me, it's I'm only off when I'm on. Uh, but I think this has been... Not to like pat ourselves on the back too much or anything, but I think from both of us, this has been a very strong run of songs. And even the ones I'm not that mad on, I still like, and I still want to do something with, yeah. even if it requires a lot of editing. Sure. Um, so, week seven, we had uh, Josh James on with his song, 27. This year... I'm turning 27, but I don't think that I'm gonna get to heaven now. Hell or worse, I'll stay in my room. I have no fans to light a candle vigil, and I can't afford to go and buy a pistol. Not famous yet, I won't be on that list. I'm so glad that you ended up writing that. Okay, he's been talking about coming on the podcast for a while, and uh, yeah, I like what he came out with. It was really cool to have him on. Yeah. It was very, felt very sort of free and easy. Yes, it did. It felt really natural. Not to say that the other guests didn't, but like it was cool that he'd never been on before. He this was his second song ever. He came on and he gelled right into the format of the show, and he was funny and well, he cool. Was, and he's been listening quite a lot. So yeah, far as I'm aware. Yeah, which is which is awesome. So, uh, and then I had the song for all I know, which. Um, like I say, was somewhat influenced in the bridge section by your song Improvise from week five. Night alone, spent someplace far away. Got at other reasons for the blood that he let running through your veins. Didn't you wonder? If something changed the atmosphere, you let that feeling go, and it was never the same. Um, for all I know is another one like Purge by Fire where, and I don't normally do this but I'm kind of getting more towards this and I think it's from working with the drummer where when I'm writing it sometimes I have a band in mind more and more these days so like for all I know was always intended to have drums on it and now it does um, wait no it doesn't it will oh it will probably by the time this is out it will um, so uh, I was going to say you'll have to show me when we finish recording but oh well oh wait no it... yeah I will show you I will show you oh they do exist well, I got... I don't know if we'll cut this, but it does have, like, demo drums now, and it's, like, fully demoed, so, like, I'll, I'll show you what it sounds like. Um, but, yeah, that's probably something I'll do something with at some point. I do really like that one. I love... I was pointing this out in the um, in our little messenger chat, but I love the fact for the grand finale, you write the upbeat, rocky one, <laughs> yeah. and I write the slow, soft, uh, songwritery one with the weird chords. It was a real change of pace. I think it's the first time we've really ever swapped... Because um... normally we'll both do an upbeat one or we'll both do a slow one or something. But, yeah. Uh... 
Um, your your uh, quote unquote slow one uh, this week was the air and the sea. Casual conversations ended up pretty big. In this moment, don't stop to analyze. Which is most unusual. Most unusual. He's actually written this in brackets by the side of the paper. It's really funny. I feel that he's been praying to say this all day. I've written little notes for, for Declan's songs on this piece of paper. Um, what it's meant to say is, this song is the most unusual of the bunch, but I read it <laughs> completely literally. Most unusual. Yeah. Are you say, dear fellow, are you sure you should have those chords together? <laughs> You might... about to spill his drink out of his mouth. It's amazing. <laughs> you might want to rethink this. Um, yeah, the air and the sea, uh, which is really cool. And again, an example to me, at least, of like your verses being quite different from the chorus. And I don't know. You've kind of like got got onto something this this season, where like you've kind of got this uh, this voice to your songwriting now, which wasn't there in the last season. I mean, you've always had great songs, but like now you kind of got this thing where like you're throwing in really strange melodies and unexpected parts. And this song is the one that I feel um, demonstrates that the best. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, this is one that I really want to do something with. I'm going to try. I think we're planning on heading out to an open mic later, so I'm going to see if I can get this one sorted. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've just had the lyrics going around in my head for absolutely ages, and I do want to see if I can get people singing along to the end bit. Yeah, it'll be awesome. I mean, I will be there for 20 minutes just going, come on, people! (laughs) It's not that difficult. Come on, the air and the sea is speaking to... (laughs) You want to be a Rick Mail then when you said that. (laughs) Come on, come on, the air and the sea. Yeah. What did you say about Cliff? Um... (laughs) Um, But no, that's cool. I'm looking forward to hearing that later. Yeah, that's a really strong set of songs. That's a, like, add-on... Uh, like a couple you've got left over and that's an album I think for you there that's really nice of you to say um, I, the cool thing now is like that's exciting for me is I've got a few different projects that things can go towards um, uh, for example songs like Reverie and All Along and well those two songs for example um, <laughs> very <Sorry>. much acoustic <laughs> finger pick stuff which is going to go on a, on a cassette type of album I'm really kind of paired back. Um, and then songs like Purge by Fire and For All I Know can go on like more rocky things with drums, which is like a separate project in itself. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's cool. It's cool to have like a few different types of songs to work with. Because usually when we finish these things, I, I tend to just put the songs into various projects, which is always fun to produce them and stuff. Well, it's kind of um, it's kind of nice looking back and seeing there's quite, on both our sides, there's a variety of songs that we've written. Because mm. that's part of part of the point of the podcast is not just write a song a week; it's to write different songs. Yeah. Because you know, inevitably, we're like about fifty-four episodes in after this one. This is fifty-four. Yeah. 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 So uh, you can't just go like if one of us like punk or something. You can't just go writing three chord songs throughout mm. the rest of the time. So it's sort of forcing yourself to explore more avenues of songwriting and come up with more interesting and potent ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't think it's for us to say whether we've done that, but I think we have. 
we've at least tried. I feel, I feel like it's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I mean, definitely you've written, like... I mean, this is probably one of your more, uh, like, disparate, but in a good way... Sure. ...selection of songs since, yeah. since we've left Cornwall. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, there's been a conscious effort on my part to at least try to to incorporate different styles and tempos. Tempos is a big one for me this time. Um, yeah, that's the track everyone falls into, like writing different chords and things, but it's all still like a... Yeah, exactly. And they all go like that. Um, and then also, you know, like I said before, having projects in mind that these could go towards makes me want to write different, you know? It makes me want to kind of go, oh, if this is going to have drums, it's going to have to be so different in some way. Uh, or if this is going to be a pair-back acoustic thing, it's going to have to work with just my voice on the guitar. So... Um, that's a cool thing to kind of aim towards, you know. Hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's the season. That's been good. Um, yeah, should we just wrap up? Sure thing. Cool. So that's it for this episode of the Weekly Song Podcast. If you like what you've heard and you want to get in touch with us, uh, why not write in to weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send in, like, songs that you've maybe written in a week. You can just write us nice letters. Uh, you can send us lovely email viruses, or you can hit my microphone, Roger. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud, uh, and you can leave us comments and reviews and all those wonderful, wonderful words uh, that people haven't left us yet, but hopefully <laughs> they will. <laughs> where can they find you, Roger? You can find me at uh, rogerheathers.com. You can search me out on Bandcamp, which is where all my music is for sale. Um, just search Roger Heathers. That's Roger without a D, R-O-G-E-R. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all of that is the username at Roger Heathers. Um, so yeah, check out my stuff if you if you feel like it. Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on SoundCloud. Just search Declan Kitchener. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. If you can't find that, then it will be in the Weekly Song Podcasts uh, SoundCloud following. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this has been the end of our little season, but it's not quite the end of episodes uh roger has got a couple of surprises i think yeah so i've got some some really exciting shows lined up for the next well we've got some we've got some ideas but definitely we've got two shows that i want to talk about so uh right now you're listening to uh episode 54 episode 55 is going to be um an exciting interview with a musician who i'm a big fan of uh called kevin basco and for those of you who know um about that that sort of genre of music. He's the guy behind Rubber Band Gun, which is a fantastic uh, multi-genre, very, very prolific project. Um, And he's on the show next week and talking about this thing called RBG25, which is a challenge by uh, Jonathan Rado to Kevin Basco um, to write and record and release 25 albums this year, which is insane. It makes us look like lazy gits. Yeah. So not only am I a big fan of his writing, and it was like, I'm containing my fangirl when I'm talking to him. But um, also the fact that he's got his own challenge going on, I thought he'd be like the, such a cool guest for the show, you know? Mm. So he's going to be on next week, episode 55. And then the week after that, we have um, another uh, person who I uh, really admire their music, uh, Dr. Danny of Dr. Danny and the Patients. Um, Danny is uh, is a fantastic frontman of a solo project, like I say, da- Dr. Danny and the Patients, former keyboardist with the Lemon Twigs and current keyboardist uh, with the touring band for Sunflower Bean. And um, so, yeah, he's, he's going to be on uh, episode 56. And I'm just really excited to share this these interviews because they, uh, they were really interesting and went really well. So, 
that's going to be fun. And then we got some uh, some ideas for stuff in the future as well. So. Yes, we won't say too much just in case uh, everything ends up going to hell. But um, think you got at least two more episodes coming, and you know their interviews with proper musicians, not just us. Yeah. So <laughs> this should hopefully be like something pretty damn cool. I mean, Roger was like gushing to me before we started the podcast. So <laughs> that's always a good sign. Uh, unless he's literally gushing and that's in that case, he needs to go and see a doctor. So that's it for this uh, series of the weekly song podcast. Then uh, see you in the future. We'll let you know when we're starting back up again. Uh, ta-ra. Ta-ra.